In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. As we come before God's holy altar on this beautiful fall morning, we might meditate on the necessary reality of the habit of generosity. That it is the requisite in the Christian life because it is the authentic combination of the natural virtue of justice that every human being has and the divine virtue of charity that is poured into every Christian at their baptism. Now yesterday at the Find Your Greatness event, I heard what I thought was a very quality definition of generosity, very practical. Generosity is when you give without expecting anything. That's a good workable definition. It's why I cannot be generous to the Department of Motor Vehicles, right? They charge $75 for the license renewal. I pay it expecting that they will give me the renewal, and so they do, and it works. That is justice. Justice is rendering to someone what they are due, right? The DMV is due $75. I render it. I get the license renewal. I go home and complain about how the government rips me off all the time, blah de blah Justice, Charity, the Christian virtue of charity, charity is sort of a definition of the larger word, sort of the meta word, if you will, love, because love can mean all sorts of things, right? I love drinking coffee in the morning. I love watching the Milwaukee Bucks. I love eating cheeseburgers. I love my mother. Obviously, that's the same phraseology, the same word, meaning, hopefully, different things, right? If you love your mother as much as you love cheeseburgers, then questions must be asked. And so, charity, Latin caritas, Greek agape, is willing the good of the other for the sake of the other. It's non-self-referential, makes no reference to the self. Willing the good of the other for the sake of it. So when you put those two things together, justice, giving to another what they are due, and charity, willing to the good of the other, it becomes just giving to the other for their good. Purely, right? Giving without any expectation. This is why I cannot be generous to the Green Bay Packers football team. I can order my whole schedule around their games. I can buy their jerseys for $350. I can go to the games and when they say pay $12.50 for this terrible hot dog, I can say, yes, thank you very much. I'm happy to do it. Take all of my money, please. I can do that with great joy and affection. And whatever it is, it is not generosity because it's not due to them, right? They get $300 million on a TV contract all by itself. They're fine. I don't owe them anything in justice. Therefore, I cannot be generous. I was not generous to the Milwaukee Brewers because I stayed up late and gave my time last night watching. I just chose to do it. Justice does not demand it. So, of course, to be generous, we have to have a self-understanding. What actually is due? What do I have? Right? Similarly, if I just sort of throw money around to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, that's not automatically generosity because it has to have a tether to justice. Likewise, when we create a demand on something, notice how James and John vacate generosity when they say, grant that we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. They create a demand and an expectation. 
Counterpose that with the gospel we heard previously last week when Peter says, Lord, we've left everything to follow you. What will there be for us? He's not creating a demand. He's just giving in a pure question. And Christ responds, oh, I tell you, there is no one who has not given up wife or brothers or sisters or mother or father or lands for my sake in the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold more now children and houses and lands awesome with persecutions bummer right? and eternal life to come Christ responds so you can generously give back so holding this principle deep within our spiritual life how we order the rhythm of our prayer how we give ourselves to our professional work, how we do our study, how we interact with our neighbor, what we do with our finances. For it to become power must be governed by the habit of generosity. And I think we all have little insights into this, right? Probably the last time you really knew you were generous, you felt kind of happy about it inside. You felt good about it, right? Until you went home and told your spouse what you did, and they're like, you gave away what? No, I'm sure you're married to a very generous person and they were perfectly happy with it. To overcome a particular vice we have, being generous in that regard can help us, it's tough, but help us become very positive and overcome that vice rather quickly. If there's someone that it's a hard time for me to spend time with, well, being generous in my time with them will help me get over it really, really quick. It's an old spiritual principle, so on and so forth. And so, let us confidently approach the throne of grace, seeking mercy and timely help, because that's the ultimate generosity. In justice, the wages of sin are death. There's a whole window about it. And so the divine God, who in justice does not owe that penalty, takes on a human nature in the person of Christ and in absolute charity pays the penalty of death and then gives the benefit to the whole human race. Thus the icon of all generosity is the person of Jesus Christ at the Mass. At the Mass we just don't think generosity, we just don't talk generosity. You can experience it when you confidently approach the throne of grace right there. and receive into our very selves mercy and timely help, that as we walk all the pathways of the world, we can do so overflowing with generous hearts in our prayer, in our work, in our relationships, in our finances, and know that powerful joy in the gospel. Let us go to Holy Mary that she will intercede for us, she who stood so faithfully and generously at the foot of the cross to endure all that and become our spiritual mother, that she will keep us very faithful and deeply generous as we follow Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.